Well, how do there, friends and neighbors? This is your radio friend here, old W.B. Walker, and I'm going to tell you all about a brother of mine who hails from way down in Olapaha, Georgia. My brother Daniel Griner and his company, Southbound Trucking. Southbound Trucking and Equipment is a national third-party logistics, 3PL, and asset-based trucking company that provides transportation services and asset solutions to domestic shippers, importers, exporters, and manufacturers. They utilize a variety of both asset-based and non-asset-based resources to provide quality transportation solutions at the most competitive price. The motto is, on time, every time, safe and secure. So if that right there is something that sounds like it may fit your needs, give them a call at 229-237-0243. Once again, friends, that's 229-237-0243. Find them on the interwebs at southboundtrucking.com. Hey, holler at old brother Daniel and tell him old WB sends you. Oh. show contains strong language, excessive use of alcohol and tobacco products, a whole lot of bullshit and nudity. We here at WBWalker.com are not responsible for any lewd behavior, recklessness, illegal acts, or unwanted pregnancies directly caused by listening to this radio show. Viewer discretion is advised.
Well, friends, on tonight's episode of the Old Soul Video Show, me and old brother Coach Wall here is going to salute his hometown. How about you tell him where you're from? Well, that would be the sprawling metropolis of Swift Current, Saskatchewan. Population, I think Google says Speedy Creek, 16,604. But you know, this, when you do a salute, it's usually the part where you take your hat, throw it up in there. Mm -hmm. But your hat's too damn nice, and I'll tell you what I'm worried about. I'm worried about if I throw this open road up and get some air under it, I might sprout some wings and go looking for some IPAs. So I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to throw it up in there. So I'll let my boys do that one. Oh man, all right. All right. All right. Well, here we might as well. Be great. Well, friends, the first National Bank of Dingus time is about 9.30 right about now. Got a brother of mine down here, old Speedy Creek Zone, old brother Cody Wall here, going to pick us some songs. It's been, what, Cody, about two years since you've got to come down to Dingus. Give or take, yeah, somewhere and, uh, around there. First time that uh, we've got to do any video stuff, and mm -hmm. I'll talk more about it later, but uh, a big part of how the video show come to be was this fella right here brainstorming for me. Well, like I said, it means the world to me to have Brother Coulter back down here again. So, yeah, Brother, what do you want to pick for, sir? Well, um, how about, uh, I'll start with something new and something I think you'll like, man. Because uh, I know one of my one of the things that whenever our paths uh, first cross, is I kind of recognize right away that uh, uh, you, like myself, you appreciate a lot of older music. Mm. A pretty decent record collection here under the pew and spilling out everywhere else. Yeah, probably a few more than Fallon probably would like for me to have. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, I know you, you appreciate your music history, certainly when it comes to country and western stuff. And uh, for a long time I've kind of wanted to write my own uh, Blue Yodel tribute to uh, Jimmy Rogers and there's so many great uh, there's so many great tribute albums to Jimmy Rogers already between uh, Haggard and you know Lefty and everybody. Yeah. So I kind of wanted to write my own Blue Yodel deal and um, I sat down one day and wrote this as kind of a fun, silly little thing. And I don't really have a name for it, but uh, it'll be on the next record whenever that comes out. But you got a room it's, full of railroaders, so I guarantee you. Well, it's it's a uh, it's kind of a. Um, I'll just play it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I think I might maybe call it the uh, Rancher's Blue Yodel, but anyways, it goes like this. Got my bread all rationed and my beans cut into halves. Got my bread all rationed and my beans cut into halves. Got that old cow bagging, waiting on that old cow to calve. Oh, the lay, oh, low, I did, oh, lay. 
Well, we calve in the spring and we ship them in the fall. We calve in the spring and we ship them in the fall. Come a winter, find me digging through the pockets of my coveralls. Got a hole in my fence, my pears are headed for town. Got a hole in my fence, and my pears are all a walking the town. Somebody seen them at the station buying tickets for that old greyhound. on that you know Jimmy had a real specific yodel where he, he pretty much threw it in that kind of 12 bar blues thing and I've been listening to uh, I remember the first time I heard um, what's the Haggard one another another train another, another time, time same yeah. train another time he's something on like that he's on that caboose yeah he's yeah. doing the pose off the off the caboose there and he's and got the picture of Jimmy on the caboose and stuff mm -hmm. yeah. the brakeman's outfit and mm -hmm. uh, Ever since I heard that, I've been working on that kind of Jimmy Rogers style yodel, and I guess I've recently written kind of a bunch of songs that are, you know, Western lifestyle ranch and stuff, and, and they could be accused of being a little romanticized. So I kind of wanted to write something that was more poking fun about, you know, yeah. this uh, far from lucrative industry <laughs> to get into, I guess. But that was just kind of you know having fun with that one. When it comes to people that's writing, you know, country and western type music, I mean, hands down, there ain't nobody doing doing what you're doing, brother. You are absolutely, absolutely killing it. It uh, the latest record. I remember when I first listened to it, I was just like with everything you've ever done, I was just blown away. So I, I appreciate it, man. And you've everything you've put out has been, I mean, gold in my opinion. You've you've absolutely wore it out. Well, you know, there's so many, uh, there's just so many different kinds of country music out there and they're all pretty important I think to the uh, well you know the evolution of the genre or whatever you want to call it so uh, try to cover as many bases as we can but I'm glad you like them man somebody's got to like them you know, if you're ever looking for somebody to like it you go ahead and bet your bottom dollar I've always liked everything you've ever done I appreciate you buddy <clears throat> are these the same boots from uh when we were at the Ryman deal? No, well, they're the same style, <laughs> but those, like the ones... Those you were had, your granddad's, weren't they? Well, they were old. They were, yeah. But they, uh, I kind of run into the same problem you had. I was kind of doing yeah, the, the bottoms going on, yeah. yeah. So I had to, uh, <laughs> probably, I never really took them to get them re or nothing, but it's the exact same style boot, it's just a different boot. Right. Those boots, they're over there somewhere beside that fireplace. We, I got so much shit piled up, you can't see them, but I... I still got them. They're more of just a decoration type thing. <laughs> as long as you still got them, man. But that's something I think about all the time when I see them or if I have to go move them to do something. I think about, that's my rhyme. Well, I, I felt bad, and to give a little background for anyone listening, uh, uh, gosh, I don't know how long ago that was, but whenever the first time I got to play Ryman, 
very religious experience for me and and uh you and justin Payne tagged along i was real happy to have you guys there too and uh this guy looks at me and he goes would you wear my boots on stage <laughs> and i looked at your feet and thought i don't know if that's gonna fit man i, I I immediately, I think the first thing I thought of in my head was, I'm going to put those things on and try to walk out of the Ryman for the first time and just eat shit and like bust my ass on the, on the Grand Ole Opry stage. But, so I turned you down, if I remember correctly. I think I went, yeah, I don't think so. It was pretty quick, too. It wasn't like, eh, I'll think about it. Yeah, it was like, yeah. But I remember years after that, we sat there one night and we were probably both about half drunk. He said, do you remember when you offered to to let me wear your boots? I said, yeah. You said, sometimes I wish I would have. I remember you yeah, me there. Well, it, would have, it probably would have made for a better story <laughs> if I had. Yeah, that was, that's hands down. I mean, I've got to do some pretty cool stuff, and a lot of it's been focused around you and stuff. But that fellow that uh, that Mary had got to take pictures and stuff that day, is mm -hmm. Michael something. I can't remember his name, but he took that real great picture from up on the balcony of the stage yeah. and stuff and yeah. you know you're out there and the lights kind of shining down on you and you can see me and Justin Payne over there in the corner and that always meant the world to me. It was a special night for everybody I think. It was a good pretty, time. Pretty cool. Brother you want to pick us another one here? Yeah. Um, well you got a, anything you want to hear? We'll do the old Camaro song. try. I was about to, um, we were talking about that Hank Williams record. Yeah, that'd be a good one. I've tried to learn some of the, here, let me see if I can. Dark holiday with ten in the town. Oh, dark holiday with ten in the town. He heard the word was going around. That plain bill kid gonna shoot him down. Won't you have another drink on me? Dark holiday, have another drink on me. Doc Holiday, have another drink on me. Doctor Holiday, the kid ain't gonna shoot you down. Old Doc Holiday was leaning on the stand, pistol on his hip and a red eye in his hand. The kid come a wobbling down the street. Old Doc said, kid, this ain't no way to me. Won't you have another drink on me? Doc Holiday, have another drink on me. Doc Holiday, have another drink on me. Dr. Holiday, kid ain't gonna shoot you down. The kid drew his pistol and docked it too. Doc out drew him, shot him through. The kid looked up, said, Don't shoot me no more. 
doctor smiling empty it's 44 won't you have another drink on me doc holiday have another drink on me doc holiday have another drink on me doctor holiday the kid ain't gonna shoot you have another drink on me, Doc Holiday. Have another drink on me, Doc Holiday. Have another drink on me, Doctor Holiday. The kid ain't gonna shoot you down. You just made my. Do you, you remember? I sent that. You to sent you. that to me, and it's funny because I had been uh, at my buddy's ranch in Texas, and and we had listened to that album. I think a few days before. We got back, um, you got kind of a little outdoor kitchen there coming out of this plywood bunkhouse. It's probably about the size of the the barn and grill here um, that I kind of was living, just living in there whenever I was around. And uh, we had just listened to that record because he brought it up and we were talking about it. And then a few days later, I think you sent me that, that song. So it kind of felt like, uh, I don't know, serendipitous, I guess. But A lot of times, you know, I'll hear certain things that, that make me think of you and stuff. And I thought, man. Coder could kill that song. Well, of course, it, it made sense coming from you uh, whenever you sent that the my friend uh, Coulter Wall deal. That was based off the thing yeah. that that Wyatt or yeah. gave to Doc Holliday, which he really did do that. I think that historically gave him a he made him like a little. Well, I took where I had got that printed the, deal. I guess he had, he had done that in real life, but on Tombstone when when Wyatt Earp comes to the hospital, you know, he Doc's like. What are you doing here, Wyatt? I don't want you to see me like this. Mm -hmm. and he just lays that book down on his chest, you know, and he talks to him for a second and walks off. And me and you had talked about your dad one time. You were talking about how that's your dad's favorite movie. I've seen that movie more times than any other movie that I can think of yeah. because uh, and I, I watched it growing up, and I still I love it to this day. You know, I always when I get you coming down or doing anniversary shows or whatever, I try to think of kind of something special to do for you. And a, a sister of mine out of Fort uh, Anne, New York. Uh, Kelly Brooke and she's an amazing artist and stuff and I had this idea to do that so I actually got on e or Etsy I think and somebody had made like a replica of the of the, of the book that yeah, a little that, booklet that, that he Wyatt gave. gave Doc so I sent her that book and I told her what I wanted her to do and like looking at the actual picture and looking at what she done it's just like it's perfect spot on the yeah. font and everything I remember thinking that too when I got it because I've seen the movie so many times and thinking like this looks just like the yeah. one that you know Kurt Russell gives to uh, Val Kilmer when he's yeah. sitting there in the hospital bed right before he dies, and they're trying to play cards and all that. But uh, yeah, it's since become I think probably my favorite Hank Jr. record. So I don't know if you remember this or not. When I first bought, <coughs> excuse me, when I first bought this hat, I had uh, had to take a picture and showed you, and you said you kind of look like Doc Holliday with that <laughs> hat on. So that kind of I guess full circle. You had the you were a little more cleaned <coughs> up back then. Yeah, a little scruffy right now. Yeah. You was a little more cleaned up back then, but it's yeah, about 19 years old. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't cleaned up. I just couldn't go. Weird. <laughs> um, trying to think what else I can play that I know I know. <laughs> uh, oh, throw one at me! Throw one at me that ain't the John Byers thing because I can't remember that. You want to pl play one off your self-titled record, anyone? Oh, since you're in West Virginia, can you do that one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I could do that. Still play that one with the band. It's a long though. 
I'm gonna get bored sitting here. <laughs> I'll take a wheel, I promise. You mean this one, right? Yeah. <laughs> I met a little girl in Saskatoon. She was beaming, bold, and beautiful. Higher than the moon Before I could profess She left too soon Words she spoke Were enough to make me blue She said I know Just what you're wishing And two folks In our condition Never leave this bar room with our pride. So go about your earthly mission. Don't trust no politicians. You look to yours, and I will look to mine. I met Nashville Honky Tonkin' Queen And the caress of her amber lips Was reserved for Jim Bean I took her by the arm She made a scene Whiskey was yet to dull her tongue, it seemed. She said, I know just what you're wishing. Two folks in our condition, we'd never leave this bar room with our pride. So go about your earthly mission. Don't trust no politicians. You look to yours and I will look to mine. There's usually a pedal steel solo there. We'll have to make do. <laughs> exactly. Now west, by God, Virginia is where I'm bound. She's as wild, and she's as wonderful as any girl I've found. To keep me just as long as I'm around I never have to hear that awful sound Well, I know just what you're wishing And two folks in our condition We'd never leave this bar room 
our pride So go about your earthly mission Don't trust no politicians You look to yours and I will look to mine And I will do mine. I appreciate that. You bet, man. You know, I remember uh, the first time I came over to this part of the world, uh, and it was um, reading the sign. And you get over to the West Virginia side mm. uh, wow. the, of the river there, and, and I thought, man, that's that's real neat. And you know, the alliterations there it could be cool on a song. And I don't think I. I think it was probably a subconscious thing at the time. I don't really remember, but uh, snuck it into that one. <laughs> I'm glad you did. It's not a bad slogan you guys got down here. Yeah. Could be worse. Could be a you, lot worse. You know what the slogan was? Swift Current for a long time was called the Frontier City. That was our slogan, which is, I think, pretty cool. And they changed it somewhere along the way to uh, where life makes sense. So at least you don't have that. <laughs> I don't know who who who, decide, who made the call. Now, but I think the Frontier City might have been a little better. You know, something I have people ask me all the time is, you know, with with because two artists a lot of people associate me with, you know, that I got to play early on before they got to do a lot is you and Tyler. I mean, I get asked questions about you all the time, and like with Tyler, I mean, it's kind of it shouldn't be super shocking to people because he lives about an, he grew up like an hour from here. Yeah. But, you know, I have people all the time, how in the hell did you come to know Coder Wall? <laughs> the internet, man. And uh, <laughs> I remember I had, I had heard, uh, it was one of them brewery session songs. Yeah. And back, I mean, when I first listened to you, there's like four videos of yours on YouTube. The two mm -hmm. brewery sessions, Jess, Musical Car, karaoke, <laughs> and uh, they had one that I remember you was like sitting out by like a garden or something. Like there was like yeah. a creek running by you. Yeah, those were like all that. done pretty much, well, the brewery sessions excluded. Those were all done right around the time I, I did a, my first ever tour and it was just a Canadian tour that I did with a buddy of mine. We didn't have managers, booking agents or anything. We kind of just went out and did it ourselves. And, uh, and that's when most of those videos were shot because we had kind of scheduled these deals where we were going to do some live sessions for some people with cameras. And, uh, and I'm sure they're all still out there. I see. I was searching through your I stuff the other day. I, I wouldn't the, dare to go find them because I'm sure it would I be embarrassing. The, I seen the musical car one the other day, <laughs> so it is out there still living. I remember being sick as a dog in that guy's car somewhere <laughs> in, on the east coast of Canada. I think it was maybe New Brunswick or something. He's driving you like through a suburb or something. Yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, that was interesting, <laughs> to say the least. But I, I still remember, you know, the first time I heard you, I reached out to you. And I don't think of the time you might. Be, I mean, you may have one, but like when I typed in colder wall on facebook it brought up your private facebook and mm -hmm. i remember adding and messaging and asking you about playing you on my podcast and you was all for it and stuff and mm. I, I don't know if i was i probably had to have been drunk and i was like hey what's your phone number and because uh, you still lived at home at the time yeah and uh i remember me and you having all these conversations and stuff and i do remember i know i was definitely drunk when i asked you about playing a show in huntington west virginia and you live in freaking saskatchewan and, and somehow or another it worked out and Amen. uh I'm glad it did. You never know really what's going to happen that, or who you're going to meet. I think things are meant to happen. I really do. I guess so. I really think that. Brother, what do you, you feeling like next? I don't know. Um, is, is old Bob Fudge one that you've played recently? Or? 
You're asking for the, the long one. <laughs> well, I don't know where we're at time-wise on this one, so thank you, Viv. Relatively shorter one, maybe. I could do Bob Fudge. That's a good anti-song. I'll try, I'll try to remember it all. True story, by the way. This guy. You can go see his grave. It's somewhere up there in Montana, I think. See how this goes here. I don't know. It's been a minute, but Ian's gonna be up there. Ian Tyson will be up there at his ranch in Longview, in Alberta. Just he'll know something's up. He'll be cussing by name. My <laughs> name is Bob Futch. I was born in Texas. Lamb Passage County. Back during the war. Smallpox and Comanches took most of my family. Left my poor mother and my brothers and me. So I headed north. Right for the blockers, they were contracting hers for the Montana range. In the spring of the year 82, he left old Lamb Passes with 2,000 steers. For the little big horn crossing our trails, there were many great rivers all to be crossed. Not a bridge would we find in the cold rolling waters. And the wild plunging cattle There was many a young man Who took leave of his life Crossed at Dome Store on the Arctic to the Indian Nations. My geography right here. There was blood on the rocks where them cowboys had died. Then it's on the Fort Dodge. On the Arkansas River Where gamblers and whores All greeted us there And the great snow-capped peaks We're on our left side now For many miles Great silent land. When I first saw Montana, 
I knew I would love her I would ride her great ranges Till the end of my day well, They're all cut and dry now And the trails are all gone I've been in the Yellowstone Park In an automobile I can still see them swimming Boys, I can still hear them running I came off of the trail When Cowboys was king my name is Bob Fudge I died in Montana something yourself it's easy to remember stuff but i don't know how the hell you all remember all that's, of them words that's a tough one man that's right up there with uh well because the thing about that song that i think it took me a while to realize probably took me until i recorded it to realize that none of it rhymes yeah there's no rhyme scheme whatsoever so in that whole song. Kind of help you along so it's with it, yeah. it gets a little tough it's kind of like um well even mr mud and mr gold rhymes i remember trying to remember that here in this very building yeah. a few years back but that's another one with a thousand words in it where it's like gosh i don't know if i can remember all this. brother i'm gonna it's all right with you i'm gonna get up and stretch my legs for a minute my back unacceptable <laughs> well, you bet man no that's one thing since to my extent when i sit for any a little bit of time, I can't hardly, I got to well, get up and, and stretch your bones stretch out a minute, bit there, bud. We'll be back with you here on the Old Soul Video Show here in just a minute. Don't go away. After this paid programming, we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Old Soul Video Show here. Uh, Brother Coder Wall has been gracious enough to, to hang around Dingus a little bit longer. Going to play us a few more. But uh, before he plays this one, I'm going to tell a little bit of a, a story real quick. Um, back in uh, on August the uh, 23rd, 2019, I got in a, a pretty good little accident on the railroad. And uh, long story short, I knew pretty quick that it had done some uh, pretty good damage to me and stuff, not just physically, but mentally. And uh, it meant the world to me because the day that you was, because you had just done sound check at Austin City Limits and uh, you had found out that I'd been in an accident, you called me and was checking on me and stuff. And uh, I think you could kindly tell that I was having a pretty tough time at things and everything. And like I said, it just wasn't, and all these guys here know it just wasn't physically. I mean, it continues still to be, you know, I dealt with just like you had said when, when you dedicated song to me and said you know it's about not being able to do what you love and when you realize or think that potentially what you do ain't you ain't gonna get to do it no more you know it's just a scary thing and uh, like I said I was in a real bad way and when you done that song it uh, absolutely just it 
it helped me so much and I just want to let you know how much I appreciate that and if you want to do that one right there it'd be, yeah, man. be in the world too I can do that what do you say it's written about some on on one hand uh, rope or throwing a lasso in a well I've had to I've had to explain this song a few times to some <laughs> folks since I put it out because um, I guess there's pretty some pretty obscure terminology that anyone outside of the know probably wouldn't be too familiar with but uh it's just a song I wrote, um, you know, uh, back when the world was still operational and uh, we could play regular gigs and tour around. Um, I'd travel usually with a little rope, or like, you know, uh, just a little team rope, head and rope, uh, no bigger than 35 feet or something like that. It was pretty small. But I'd pack that thing around in our van with all the gear and stuff. and. In between, uh, load in, load out, play the show, blah, 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 all that stuff. I kind of practice roping because uh, um, I'm not very good. <laughs> so I would practice with the rope and all these different shots, you know. Um, and there's this one shot that's uh, it's called a hulahan, and it's kind of a backhanded thing. And uh, it's used a lot of time. Uh, my guys, uh, if they're if they're catching horses out of a out of a you know Bermuda Bermuda or a rough string or something, they'll use it as kind of a horse rope because you can kind of uh, cover a lot of ground with it, and it's a great big loop. And um, if you're throwing it from your feet, you don't really swing it, so you're not going to scare horses and stuff like that. But anyways, uh, I would be practicing that shot, the hula hand shot at the motels and stuff on them little cigarette. Thing. Like the urns, yeah. Yeah, you know, those little <laughs> pillar things that you put your cigarette out in, and I would practice at the hotels sometimes if I was not too drunk or whatever, you know, or just bored. Or practice anywhere, really, just where there was space enough and pavement or room. And, it, you know, it's basically, this song is kind of my wannabe cowboy song because I don't I don't claim to be a cowboy, but uh, my, heroes have, my heroes have always been cowboys, like the Raymond Jennings dude. And, so I kind of wrote this about maybe wishing that I could be doing something else at the time other than playing shows, which I, of course I love, but you know, it's just about basically kind of longing for a way of life that, or a lifestyle that uh, at the time I was sort of not really getting to do too much of. And I thought that, you know, the, the common denominator between your situation and mine was that we were both worried about not, not really being able to pursue a passion, you know. But anyhow. One month on the road will leave you wondering how any man could ever want for more. Three months on the road will leave you stumbling, falling through another hotel door, throwing hula hands at the holiday and having put boot heel to belly. Since can remember when not sing you all the songs of my working cowboy kin, and it's back 
throwing hula hands at the holiday Highway side raising herd of cattle Folks around here pulled in a decent yield A view best taken in from the saddle I'm staring through this dirty cracked windshield Throwing who hands at the holiday haven't put boot heel to belly since can remember when not sing you all the songs of my working cowboy kin then it's back throwing hula hands at the holiday Inn. If I'm paid well The tale I'll tell And sing I seldom Pay a cent For my drinks The folks in here tonight They think I'm a king Trade it all for a double rigged saddle and a good pair of chinks. Throwing hula hands at the holiday and having put boot heel to belly since can remember when. And I'll sing you all the songs of my working cowboy kin. Then it's back to throwing hoolies at the holiday. Then it's back to throwing hoolands at the holiday. It's when uh, they initially aired like the live stream or whatever. I know that usually when when stuff airs, especially where they made yours like into a, a double feature type show, I didn't know how much they would cut out or whatever. And uh, when we watched it when it came on PBS, you know, when I knew it was getting close. I was like, I wonder if they cut that part out or <laughs> left it in. If when they left it in there, immediately my phone started going freaking nuts. People texted me. Hell yeah, like, yeah, man. I didn't really. I mean, I saw. Uh, I saw it on YouTube, but I, you know, we obviously didn't get. I didn't watch it on TV um, when it came out. I might have caught some of it, but uh, it's one of those things. It's kind of like googling yourself, I guess, where it felt weird to like turn, try to turn the TV on. And, oh, better catch me on the TV, you know. But uh, that was a surreal deal. I was, I was, uh, admittedly, you know shaking in my boots for that thing i was pretty nervous to play uh, acl but uh i'm glad we did and i hope we can go back at some point so 
hopefully it'd be a little more comfortable up there because I was, I felt pretty, you know, stiff as a board when they were, whenever they turned those cameras on and all the lights come on and stuff. It's uh, it's other thing, whole other thing when they have it on, you know, TV, I guess. That's the thing with you just like, I mean, I know how much you like records and stuff, so the first actual vinyl that you got to put out, you included me on. Yeah. And the first time you played the Ryman, you included me there. And the first time you played Austin City Limits, you had me on there too. So, but I just I appreciate all, everything you've always done for me. Well, me, man, so. it's a it's a two way street. You've uh, <clears throat> like you were talking about before. You know, it's pretty. It was pretty uh, kind of a funny thing for me to think. There's some guy way down in West Virginia where I didn't even know at the time if I could point to it on the map of the United States. <laughs> but there's some guy down there and he's playing my songs on his podcast. And, you know, at the time, uh, uh, certainly wasn't uh, well-known in any circles, I don't think. So, uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's all anyone can do in any kind of music community or any community at all is support each other, you know. That's it. They, speaking of that, I mean, I know a lot of you is going to be watching this episode. We're, we're colders on it, but uh, as you're watching this, this is episode seven, and I have six prior episodes one of them i'm just showing off some of my records and stuff but there's five other musicians that i've recorded so far and uh just check them out i mean there's so much good music out there that uh like you said i mean i've always well you're too humble to say it wb but i've known for a long time that uh you've been breaking some some artists uh long before you know anybody else that whatever they're trying to do be on the scene or or you know, onto the next big thing. You've had them. You've had a few on there yourself. That you know now they're on satellite radio or what have you. And yeah. and uh, that's nothing to shake a stick at, man. That's just uh, it means the world to me. Up for the first time, you can't day. teach good taste, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, I've always. I, mean, I, I guess I'm. You know, I got a good. I mean, I hate to talk about myself or anything like that, but I've always been blessed to be able to to find. Which I, I always said, my only rule with my radio show is only guidelines I go by is I won't play anything for anybody that I wouldn't want to listen to myself and I mean that's how I've always been but well I'll tell you when anytime any somebody asks about you or if you come up in the conversation I usually the first thing I say is the guy's got his ear to the ground and uh, he's uh, he's he's not uh, it's not about what's trending or what's cool it's just about the music and that's always going to be a recipe for success I think and uh, and I think that's why uh I'm sure that has a big part in why people tune into this deal. <laughs> I was—I remember when I was growing up, you know, I just had this this mindset that everybody has something that they're meant to do, and I never knew what mine was until, you know, I started doing this podcast. And back before it was a podcast, just when it's on my website, hmm. and, and when people would let me know they appreciate it and stuff, I mean, I just thought, well, I finally found something I'm decent at, so I'm gonna <laughs> keep on doing it. But I've been blessed. Like I said earlier, you know, you all, many of you heard I had gotten a little bit of trouble with the RIA about playing a couple songs out of thousands and thousands of songs. I had two songs that they had fought with, and uh, this this man sat beside me right here. He uh, he let it be known that uh, how much bullshit he thought it was and stuff. And like with everything, you've always had my back. I remember when you had me on your record when it first came out. There was somebody that said something shitty about it on on Twitter and I remember you oh there's always a few of those you eat their you eat their ass up over and just oh, stuff man. like that's always meant meant the world to me and uh, like I said brother I I just I'm so glad that 
that you're back down here and uh well it's long overdue glad glad i could make it man that's it you want another tune what are you thinking on next uh maybe uh play an old one play an old one and then send it out to a certain special someone in the room that i'm pretty sure likes this tune i hope anyways There's a place where the sun doth shine and the birds keep time with the pines up yonder. That's the home of my Caroline. She's dancing in the sky. chains around my feet they're pulling me back down Caroline oh Caroline I'll be home just any old time grave in the garden won't be satisfied so your name's next to mine Time's cruel slaughter, but if I die before I wake, gone to see my Caroline. Caroline, oh Caroline, I'll be home just any old time. Grave in the garden won't be satisfied till your name is next to mine. Caroline, my Caroline, I'll just any old time, brave in the garden won't be satisfied until your name is next to mine. You like that one there, Miss Fallon? Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to. <laughs> She's got uh, her dog's journey. When you, you give her a CD years ago, Mm. And it's still in the CD player, in, in, the, in her in her Dodge. She still listens to it. Oh, that's sweet. That's real sweet. Yeah, that's one, you know, there's... It's funny how these songs that uh, that I've written anyways, and I can't speak for others because I'm, I don't know how it is for everybody, but, you know, you write something and you make this thing, and sometimes they kind of feel like maybe they they don't age as some of them feel like they don't age as well as others to me but that's one that I've uh, you know there's there's certain songs Travis will tell you there's certain songs that I just don't think are very good that I've written in the past but that's that one I've always been real proud of I think that's a that's a pretty decent song and I remember I don't remember much about writing it but I distinctly remember uh, hoping my my grandma would like it and uh, you know that it would be something that uh, 
that she could listen to my grandma Alice and I'm pretty sure she does like it so I'd call that one a success but uh, I still enjoy I always enjoy playing that one still I, you know a lot of them I get tired of get tired of playing after a while but you know you, you never know which tune people are gonna really latch onto and what's gonna be a big song for you or what's not and uh, some of them it's easy to get fed up with well, but uh, over the years when I've had conversations with people about you that's one that probably gets brought up as many as as much as anything when people talk about their favorite song of yours well I think it's, it's a beautiful song I think it's a decent song and I was really lucky to have uh, Melanie um, Belle Plain uh, sing on that do the harmonies who at the time whenever she came in the studio I didn't really know I had just the first time I was meeting her and we've since become good friends uh, she's another great Great songwriter and great singer and performer from uh, from back home in Saskatchewan, and uh, it was pretty cool to get her on there. And then you know, after that point, get to know her after she had you know come out and sang beautifully on a little song that I wrote. I was pretty humbled. So it's a uh, it's a special one for me. I'm I'm glad people like it. Well, there everybody in this room right now that uh, that's here to to get to listen a little bit. Uh, they're folks that. If people listen or see my intro on the video show, everybody that is here is in that intro. And uh, oh, brother Harry Mitchell over here, me and Harry, we've we've drunk many beers together over the years, <laughs> and uh, we've done plenty of karaoke. But I was gonna tell a story. Do you remember that time that me and you oh karaoke together? And after we got done, that guy walked, that promoter walked up to me and wanted to book me. He didn't say a damn word to you. Yeah, this guy came up and was all about trying to get you on stage at whatever his venue was, and, uh, and, and looked at me like I was like I had uh, leprosy or something. But he was convinced this was the next big uh, yeah, the star of the Grand Ole Opry right here. The Moose Lodge in Huntington. They, that, they did that. not care for my singing. But they liked you singing whatever Hank song we tried to do. It was like we were doing the it, conversation. I it think. was terrible. <laughs> I, that's all I remember. It was it'd be just terrible. Because you did. I remember I was. We were both about half drunk, and I was like, "Come on, do it." You're like, "Hell no!" And I finally talked you into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> me a couple beers later, and we ended up doing it. Brother, well, you. I know that you said you ain't played a whole lot in a while, so I'm just gonna throw stuff out there. And like you said, if you don't want, I'll let it. you know if I'm not gonna play it. Well, here, I won't be here's trying. one that I know that you've done. I can think of at least two or three covers from this fella, so I'll just say his name and that to cover a couple. Okay, I see. I see what you're doing. Can you uh, can you do us a Roger Miller one? Oh, you bet. You want a funny Roger Miller or sad Roger Miller? Because I I know a few of them, or I can try to fake my way through a few of them. Well, honestly, if you don't care, I know you. I know this. I know the what you're talking about. The funny one, and I don't know there's, what you're talking there's about. There's plenty the, of. Uh, He's do, got plenty of both. Do the one that, uh, that you and Blake and done together. Can you do that? Oh, uh, my, uncle, was it my uncle used to love me? Yeah. used to love me but you died no no mm, I don't know if I can if I know the progression of that well, uh, I love everything Rogers ever me wrote, too so just hang be, on let me think now because there's so many <laughs> uh, well, can you do the first uh, Roger Miller song that uh, I ever heard you do 
I think you know what I'm talking about. The one that had that old, uh, old rope hanging behind you. That one. Sad. The jail one. When they're in jail, I'll say. Oh, uh, Nottingham? Yeah. Uh, fuck. I don't remember that either. I'll tell you what. Let me do. I'll do medley. I'll play you medley. <laughs> That's perfect. Roger done plenty of them anyway. I once had a sweetheart, the fairest of maidens. She outshined all others that I'd known by far. I had a friend, big fella, name a big Harlan Taylor. Harlan had a rubber tire and new shiny car. Oh, the ways of the world and the wants of a woman. If I figured them all out, it would take many years. <laughs> By the wants of a woman, she fell for Big Harlan. Tried but in vain for to take my own life. Suddenly I had lost all my will to keep living. She lost her desire to become my young wife. Oh, the ways of the world and the wants of a woman. If I figured them all out, to take many years. Well, I wanted revenge. Way late for Big Harlan. I started wondering what good would it do if a rubber tire knew shiny cars are ambition she can just have it big Harlan too oh the ways of the world and the wants of a woman if I figured them all out it would take many years Hard-headed me Well, I spoke out a turn once too often I'd be better off in my coffin Hard-headed me Most of them are in E, so it's not too hard <laughs> Can't roller skate in the buffalo herd. Can't roller skate in the buffalo herd. Can't buffalate in the roller skate herd. So you can be happy if you've mind to. All you gotta do, put your mind to it. Knuckle down, buckle down, do it, do it, do it. Well, you can't go fishing in the baseball pool. Can't go fishing in the baseball pool. Can't go fishing in the baseball pool. So you can be happy if you've mind to. Of a woman, if I figured them all out, it would take many years. 
<laughs> so there's a medley for you, but I tried to cover as many as I, I can remember. <laughs> uh, King of the road. <laughs> Before we take another little break here, um, I know one that I had mentioned to you earlier, you said that you pretty comfortable with doing. It's one that Connie had told me that uh, oh, yeah. to get you to do. That's right, I forgot. Uh, another Ian Tyson tune. It's one a little more well-known, I guess. So who all did, I think Tony Rice did a cut of this, and um, I know Bobby Bear did it. I think he had a hit with it. And a um, bunch of folks, but one of the great uh, songs from the Canadian songbook, I guess. Where are we at time-wise, Justin? Right? Got time for one more? Six. No. Yeah, we got four minutes. Yeah, why not? We rolling? Yes, sir. Never hit 17 when you play against the dealer, for you know that the odds won't ride with you. Never leave your woman alone When your friends are out Steal her, she'll be gambled And gone like summer wages And we'll keep rolling on Till we get to Vancouver And the woman that I love, she's living there It's been six long months And more since I've seen her She may be gambled And gone like summer wages In law, the beer parlor down around Main Street Dreams of the season They're all spilled down on the floor And the big stands of timber Waiting there for falling And the hookers standing watchfully Waiting by the door Gonna work on the old towboats In my slippery city shoes Lord, I swore I would never do that again In the gray fog-bound straits Where the cedars stand watching I'll be far off and gone like summer waves In law, the beer parlor Down around Main Street Dreams of the season They're all spilled down on the floor And the big stands of timber Is waiting there for falling And the hookers standing watchfully Waiting by the door 
never hit 17 when you play against the dealer for you know that the odds won't ride with you never leave your woman alone when your friends are out Stealer, she'll be gambled and gone like summer wages. Years are gambled and gone like summer wages. That's a good one. Hopefully, that one turned out. We're going to take us another break real quick. Yeah, I got to pee. He's going to pee and probably <laughs> go grab him a dart, maybe. Yeah, maybe smoke a dart outside. <laughs> but we'll be back here in a minute here on the Soviet Hill Show. Don't go away. <laughs> what do you say? Hell, friends, welcome back here to the old soul radio video. One of them old shows here. One of those things. One of them. Um, having a good time. Coder's been playing with some stuff, and uh, like I said, just I've had a blast. I've had an absolute blast, and can't wait to hear another. Well, hell, hell. <laughs> I'll do this at the request of our mutual friend. Justin Payne, back there working all the bits and bobs and doodads, making sure we sound good. Well, you know we don't look good, so we yeah. at least need to try to halfway sound good. <laughs> Better than nothing. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Let's see here. Sweetly taking his time. Drinking all the straight right, chasing it with red wine, heavy on his troubled mind, sweetly taking his time, trying to make it all rhyme, taking on a woman, taking on a Tuning up the CB Can anybody hear me? Cause I'm headed down to number three I got deadlines to me Let's tuning up that old CB Hoping it will free me Thinking on a woman Taking on a woman
been singing sad songs Thinking how she's long gone He's treating those that love him wrong As ornery as the night is long He's been singing sad songs Thinking how she's long gone Thinking on that woman Thinking on that woman Burning up the midnight oil A special brand of big rig toil It's enough to make your blood boil Mountain roads will prove my foil Just burning up that midnight oil Gonna shuffle off this mortal coil Thinking on a woman Thinking on a woman <laughs> It's funny though that singing the last few lines of that trying to get over here today I had I think I said to Travis at one point like I'd hate to be somebody driving a big rig around these roads yeah. but have an 18-wheeler on some of these switchback roads man I would be well, you seen in my pants this mountain that coal truck it looked like they was putting it on a road back yeah yeah so we come through there and I was like what's like going on some bitches in the middle of the road he was in the middle and of the road. I was like what and I got up there and I thought what the hell is because people around here they just stop in the middle of the road all the time <laughs> and I mean just it's, it's pretty regular but then when we went by I seen them flashing lights and I seen them putting that coal truck on the old road back so I don't know what happened to that old dude I hope he just broke down and didn't didn't wreck or nothing that's but. one of those things that you know having traveled around think about stuff like that because growing up as you know I've told you many times it's it's pretty flat out there where I grew up in southwest Saskatchewan that's where all them jokes come from about watching your dog run away all week and stuff like that and <laughs> on a, on a, my dad's favorite one is on a clear day you can see the back of your own head because it's just you know <laughs> great plains flat out there uh, so we don't have that problem with switchback roads for sure that you guys would have a, I wouldn't want to be a trucker around here hauling bad. a load through here we got some bad ice storms like most of the country got there a few weeks back and she had to call in how I many like six days something like that i mean it was, it was bad and it uh especially that mountain we come over when it mm -hmm. gets bad it's it's pretty scary it's stuff. straight up and down man <laughs> i'm glad we were following you getting out here to the to the house well, you've done a good job because usually people that follow me like i i mean i was driving slow but even when I drive slow, like I'll have to come with stop and wait on people. But you was I was on your ass. Like, yeah. like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not losing him. <laughs> I looked back and I thought Dale Earnhardt was behind me for a minute. Yeah, Ricky Bobby back there following <laughs> you around. Shaking bait. <laughs> Shaking bait. I'm Ricky Bradley. But hell, uh, uh, you want to hear a, a prime tune? Yeah, I got old John Brown here, and like I've said for years on the radio show, and I've probably said a few times on the video show. John Brown turned me on to Chris Knight years ago, turned me on to John Prine, and by him doing that, especially a good with, friend right there. with Chris, it just amazed me there was music out there that good that, mm -hmm. that wasn't on the radio, and it opened up a big rabbit hole to me, and John's always looked out for me when it comes to music and stuff, and I know, you seen, what year was it you seen Prine, when you, you, you were really young, wasn't you? Yes, yeah, he was 72, 73, I was about 14, 15 years old, mm -hmm. but I helped my sister move to college in Cincinnati, 
and she was looking in the Sunday paper, something to do, you know. She had to be school money, so what, something to do or something? And he was at a dinner theater. <laughs> and it was just him and his guitar on stage about four oh, foot man. off the ground. Shoot. That's... Right after he put out, I don't know, his, probably his first album. It's probably, maybe his, he might have two albums out. He, but uh, all the songs that I knew, you know, all the Sam Stone, Paradise, yeah, all the songs. All that stuff good, from, from you know, the first record, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I bet it would probably around the time because I don't know when he put that first album, that self-titled album out, but I think it was 72, 73-ish. Yeah, this is even, I think this was in, around that time. Yeah. 73. There's some great songs on that. Man, perfect record. Yeah. Yeah, because I think after that, what he, after that he did um, the blue one where he's in that convertible. Uh, 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 Sweet Revenge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll play, this is one that I'm pretty sure I'll be able to get through without forgetting. Um, <laughs> It's kind of one of his more obscure ones. Not well known, but it's one of my favorites. Always, uh, something about it just makes you feel good, I think, this one, for me, anyway. street I used to wander mm, shook my head and I made myself a bet there was all these things that I don't think I remember hey how lucky can one man get bronze my shoes and I hung them from the rear view mirror bronzed admiration in the blind spot of regret There was all these things That I don't think I remember Hey, how lucky Can one man get John Prine live albums to know that's him. He, he wasn't always right on the yeah. ball either. Yeah. Sometimes when he was on the ball, he wasn't. Uh, R.I.P., man. One of, the, one of the greatest of all time, for sure. Yeah, one of the, the highlights of things I've got to do is I got to introduce him on stage one time. I was pretty. No shit. In Somerset, Kentucky. Really? I got. Was it for a festival? The Master Musicians. Master festival. Musicians, okay. It was, it was pretty neat. That's uh, Didn't get to talk to him, shake his hand or nothing, but as I was walking off, I turned you around got the and he was MC walking on. Him, man. So. 
Well, I I met him very briefly, and it was uh, was that in was that in uh, Louisville? Yeah. Um, at that show, I got the, the only time I ever opened up for him, but it was pretty surreal deal. And uh, like the Austin City Limits thing, I was terrified, you know. But uh, he wanted to make sure that me and him got to sing together, so he sent someone to come get me from my green room, which was felt like a mile away from where his green room was. It felt like we walked walk on the green mile. Literally. It felt like the green mile, yeah, <laughs> the green room mile. And uh, I walked into his room, and there he was. And you know, he's ever, I think ever since he had that. Uh, throat surgery he kind of always his head tilted a little bit uh, since he had the surgery with the throat cancer I guess back whenever that was and the, so he, you know I walked in there he is just like I've seen him in pictures and videos and stuff and was terrified and, and he I remember this he goes where are you from and I said I'm from this little place you never heard of in southwest Saskatchewan and he said what and I said southwest Saskatchewan he goes I've never been there. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. after that. It was just all about that song. And I think we did the. I think we did. Please don't bury me. Uh, together. And then he called me out for the encore that they did. Encore of uh, uh, Paradise, of course. And uh, him and, and Fiona, his wife, they were out there, and, and I, I got to stand out and try to do some harmonies on stage. Try not to, you know shake too much because it's just yeah. terrified but that's a pretty surreal deal for me i was uh i was like a kid that day you know Guaranteed. yeah i'm sure you felt similar oh, yeah. getting to introduce was, them that was probably <laughs> like, the second best introduction i ever done remember the one i did for you at the basement the one where you where everyone was mad because it, it never ended. Yeah, I told <laughs> like I cut half your set. It was about half the set. It was supposed to be a real short set, and I think you talked I said for about I loved fifteen you about minutes, twenty five times. <laughs> At one point, you went. Uh, I can't remember exactly how it was. It made me laugh so hard. Something about. Uh, I ain't trying to, I'm not putting down anybody in Nashville because it was at the basement in East Nashville, I guess. I'm not putting down anyone here, but I don't know you. <laughs> and I know this guy, and he's all right, or something to that effect. But like <laughs> that was a fun week. Uh, wouldn't have had it any other way, man. That's it. I remember that somebody filmed a video, and I'm up here, and like I'm, I've got that thousand yard stare, and I'm going back and forth, and you're standing behind me laughing the whole time. <laughs> that somebody said that it was, uh, they felt like it was your eulogy. That's what they said. <laughs> oh, man. But. Uh, Master Musician Festival, the same festival that I got to introduce Prime. Yeah. I, I got turned on to, I, which I knew he musically, but I got turned on to the artwork by a guy named Josh, Mid Josh Mitchum. And he, he done a, a songwriter series for me. And up there in that corner, I got old Hank Williams and Fred Rose. And to the right, almost to the edge of the door, I got Towns and Billy Joe. Yeah. Then beside the Cody, I got Prime, you, and Tyler. And over in the corner, I got Roger Miller and the old Rooster. And that's favorite songwriter so it means the world to me that you've well you've you've fun. lumped you've lumped me in with a bunch of guys that are way better than me so <laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> i always appreciate everything you do um since we're uh i know i've, I've heard a few people say a few things and i know this is a song you've i hope you still remember how to do it is there any way that you'd do some sleeping on the black top Oh man, I'm not allowed to forget that one. <laughs> they won't let you. No, it's put gas. It's put get, puts gas in the tank. <clears throat> yeah. 
What is uh, one of my favorite Downs quotes is on Hartwell and Highways before he plays Poncho on Lefty, and he goes, I'll play you a medley of my hit. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about this one. <clears throat> medley of my hit, singular. <laughs> you know, before I do this, I think we've talked about this before, but I'm a big fan of Keith Sykes. He's a great songwriter, and a lot of people know him. I think he's from Tennessee originally, but I'm not sure. And uh, he wrote a song called Country Morning Music that uh, first time I heard it, it was Guy Clark doing it in that, that documentary, Heartburn Highways. And, uh, of course, he's doing it at the kitchen table there, and they're all hammered. They're all, you know, pretty half cut at that point. They're all pretty drunk. And uh, But he's singing this song, and there's a Hey Darling refrain in there. He goes, hey, hey darling, mind what you find. Come on over and see me sometime. And he kind of does that over a few times for the refrain, and I thought, man, that's kind of cool. And that's where I, I think, kind of got the idea for the whole Hey Darling chorus of Blacktop. But, of course, it's an obscure song, so not a lot of people know it. And the first person to ever call me out on it was actually Steve Earle uh, at a green room, I think. I was playing, a, opening up for him in Chicago at the City Winery. And uh, he goes, that Blacktop song, man, that's pretty good. Thanks, Steve. Oh, thanks, man. You know, Steve likes to talk a lot. And uh, we were chatting about it, and he, he goes, Keith Sykes, Country Morning Music, like without blinking. And I'm like, oh, you got me, man. You call me. You call me out on my shit. And he says, oh, that's a good song. If you're going to steal from anybody, that's not a bad guy to steal from. Something like that. You know? <laughs> but anyways, I'll play it now. <laughs> Sleeping on the blacktop 
Hey darling, running through the trees, honey. Hey darling, leaving for the next town. That's in my six catches up with me. Hey darling, sleeping on a black top. Hey darling, running through the trees, honey. Hey darling, leaving for the next town. That's in my six catches up with me. That's the money maker, man. <laughs> it's good to have one of those. Start to think I can't watch a movie without hearing that. Damn <laughs> me, you and me both, man. I'm tired of it. <laughs> what do you think? You got time for maybe one more? Yeah, we'll do us one more. Uh, can you, if you can get through it. I know you said it, you don't play it a whole lot. It's the one that me and Travis were talking about. He said he, he's heard you do it twice. Oh, God. Quit smiling over there. <laughs> I know exactly what it is. <clears throat> I'll see how much of this I can recall. Because I love you. I love you too. <laughs> oh. Lights as they are, and keep your clothes on. I've had more than my fill of whiskey and women and good hearted villains, but there's a wickedness in me still. Leave that gun locked away, locked away, boy. Well, you know you're an angry young man Going in town with six rounds You're bound to be hellbound That house you got's built on the sand I've been living on the sand Don't take much to guide my hand Hard Promised land on sand. Living on the sand, don't take much to guide my hand. Far from promised land on the sand. That's all I can really recall. First time in a long time for that one. Travis, we can make that three times now, can't we? <laughs> <It is. laughs> I've, I've said it before, you know, about what... He's sitting there over there going like, what a half-assed version. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think that's necessarily a bad song, but, you know, some of them just... Uh, don't do all Some of them just... They don't uh, stand the test of time like others, kind of like I was saying before. I can't help it. It's just, you know, I'm allowed to not like them because they're mine. <laughs> so I try to explain to people all the time, and sometimes they don't get it. But I'm allowed to not like some of the ones I've written because <laughs> I wrote them.
like I said, friends, if you're watching this, uh, really hope you enjoyed. I'm sure, sure you have, and everything like that. But like I said, when I thought the podcast was getting taken down, I talked to Coder, and he said you have to find a way to continue doing things. And with podcasts, are tricky because there's no like legislation for podcasts. Now with YouTube, if you put something on there they don't want on there, they're just gonna not let you do it. But with podcasts, sometimes when you don't realize you're doing something wrong, I guess you can be. So if you all have liked the video show so far, you can really thank Coder because without his, uh, you know, his motivation and stuff, you know, I, I just didn't know what to do. So brother, I really appreciate that. All I did was give you a little kick in the butt when I felt like you needed it, man. That's uh, and some most of the time that's all you need, I think. And uh, you, uh, I think you already knew uh, the best way to, you know, approach the situation, and I was just there to support however I can so I always appreciate it that's all there is to it man it uh, you you all know how great Coder's music is but as good as his music is I mean he's ten times over a better person and I've known him for uh, since he was 19 I mean I was it's been probably about six seven years something like it and uh well, how old are you now? Well, you're 10 years younger than me, so you're 25. Five, yeah. You're going to turn 26. Mm-hmm. So I've known him for six plus years, and he's like a like a brother to me. When I say old brother Coder Wall, I'm not just saying that. He is like a brother to me. He means world to me. And uh, I just appreciate you all watching this one. Like I said, if you enjoy this show, it probably might be the first time you've seen it. Check the other shows out. I got a lot of good stuff coming your way. Like always, brother, I just want you to know how much I love you. And uh, you've always supported me and always had my back. And I'm going to shut up before I get all a little emotional. But I, in more ways, not just with music, in more ways than, than a lot of folks know, things you shows you've done for me and things you've done to... I mean, my house looks completely different because you played my anniversary show. We was able to put siding on my house and replace windows and doors and everything. And... Not you didn't just make a difference in my life, but in my family's life and stuff. And, and it, uh, like I said, you're my brother, and I love you today. And let's try to, to not make it two years to the next one. You bet, man. Because right, you're you're somebody <laughs> I think of you about every damn day. And uh, there's so much stuff in this old barn and grill, which I'll show you some stuff later that uh, that I bought because I thought of you or seen something made me think of you and stuff. And this whole room right now is folks that that mean the world to me and folks I love and it means a lot to me not just to have you here but to have so many people that uh, have been so important to me over the years kind of gathered together to kind of get to witness and experience this so like I said brother I really appreciate everything you've done for me put it there buddy (laughs) (laughs) just a bunch of assholes sitting around talking shit really John Brown I am crying over here you trying to cover it up a little bit (laughs) But y'all take it easy and you have you a good one and uh, we'll be back with you next Wednesday, good Lord's willing. And I always say as long as the 12-pole creek don't rise and we about had that happen. <laughs> but Fallon told me, she said, uh, she said, what are you going to do if it starts getting high? I said, I'm going to go down with the ship. I said, I ain't leaving. <laughs> it's the water, I'm going to stay with it. But y'all take it easy. We'll see you hey. next week. Ow. Ow. No friend.
There you go. Trisha McAuley. Hope that's how I'm pronouncing your name. You are the winner. I'll message you and send me your address. That clock's called a scene. Time sure does fly by when you're having fun. In other words, you mean we've been here about as long as we're welcome? Yeah, I reckon it's about time to get a satchel and go, Hank. That's right. Well, hell, friends, as long as old 12 Pole Creek don't rise too high on me here, I'll be back with you this upcoming Wednesday for a brand new episode of the Old Soul Video Show. If you like what you've seen this evening and you ain't already done it, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Turn the mobile notifications on so you know exactly when I upload it, like I said, every Wednesday. If you like the video, give her a like. I love hearing what you think about it, so leave me a comment. If you comment me your name and where you're from, hell, you never know, we might be saluting you next week. But hell, friends, if you ain't familiar with the Old Soul Radio Show, you can listen to my podcast every Friday. You can listen directly over at wbwalker.com. You can listen on your Apple device on the podcast app, or you can listen on your Android device over there on the old Stitcher app. But hell wbwalker.com forward slash stores where you can go to uh, check out my wares. Patreon.com forward slash old soul radio show is where you can make a monthly pledge and help out here with the podcast and the video show. Now with every pledge you unlock a post that has a link to this old camera up here in the barn and grill. Now it streams 24-7. If you want to be a fly on the wall and check her out, there you go. If you want to see what I'm listening to, come on in and join me. Yeah, friends, you can find me on the Facebooks at facebook.com forward slash Old Soul Radio Show. I'm on the Instagrams at Old Soul Radio Show. I'm on the Twitter at Old Soul Radio. Well, friends, I just want to say thank you to each and every one of you for taking the time out of your busy schedule here once again to join me here in Angus, West Virginia for another Mighty Fine. Another Mighty Fine broadcast of the Old Soul Video Show. Y'all be good to one another. Love one another. Take care of one another. And like I said, the good Lord's willing, I'll be back with you next Wednesday for a brand new episode here of the Old Soul Video Show. Oh.